Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. This is our Psychic Solutions Hour, and each Tuesday, what we love to do is we love to bring you a dedicated hour to those things that make you wonder. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because uh, there's so many things that go beyond that, that definition of psychic solutions, and I believe me, I have come to know this firsthand. So each and every Tuesday, what we'd love to do is give you an open forum to be able to call into the show uh, to find out a bit about what the topic is or to have something personalized for you from our super guest. Today, we have an awesome, awesome show. But before I get to that, let me just mention a big shout out to my main man, Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. Good day, Pat. I got to tell you, I'm still a little shaky from the weekend event, but I'm getting back to myself. Really? Still, bit. huh? Yeah. yeah, a little bit shaky. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite, uh, you know, quite a manifestation. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting right here and I'm looking at that ruby that came forth and I'm just shaking my head still. Uh, thanks to Michael Shane. And uh, you're going to you guys are going to hear a lot more from Michael in uh, the uh, the weeks and the months to come. And um, in 2013, uh, Michael will be uh, directing your messages, his calls to you right from this station on a regular basis. So we have a lot of cool things planned for you guys. Benny, I would love to start the show off before we get to my very special guest today, Kelly Sullivan-Walden, talking about dreams. I would love to pull a prosperity card and kick this thing off. Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. Yeah, everybody. Listen, this card is super. Here you go. Thank you, Heidi Bayer, for uh, being a visionary and producing these cards, what, like almost 20 years ago, before it was even fashionable. Uh, Prosperity Law number 23, uh, I am prosperous in all areas of my life. I am prosperous in all areas of my life. Wonderful things are in your life right now. Practice noticing them when you turn your thoughts to the abundance you already have. You dissolve scarcity and draw more good into your life. Remind yourself daily of your blessings. Daily of your blessings. Well, I'm telling you, I remind myself daily of my blessings. One of the things that I get to do is I get to connect with all of you uh, out there. And, Benny, I think we should just mention really quickly uh, to folks that um, the KKNW survey is ready and available for folks to fill out. Certainly is. Um, Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, why don't you tell them how they can uh, tune in, how they can go to the website, fill it out, and we'd love to hear from them. I can certainly do that. Pat, if you want to visit 1150kknw.com, that's 1150kknw.com. It's uh, right there on the main cha- main page. Go ahead and click on the, the little spot there. The survey is from uh, September 10th. It was just uh, last week to... Uh, October 7th is the ending date. And it's great because, you know, it helps us out as a station in all of our programming here. It's kind of like what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear, which is, you know, possibility from some of our listeners, you know, and it just betters all of us as a station. It's not a popularity contest. So visit, again, 1150kknw.com. And when you do so and enter that survey, you have uh, been entered into it and a chance to win a trip to, uh, for two on the Victoria Clipper to Victoria, B.C., We'll uh, provide a champagne breakfast for you, and it's a great time. We we uh, did it last year, and, and the folks had a great time. And, uh, you know, this just helps everybody out. So visit 1150kknw.com for the survey. Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, Benny, one of the things that we did as a result of the survey uh, that was done last year was we implemented this hour, uh, the Psychic Solutions Hour, uh, with me and and some of my really cool guests. So, you know, we really do pay attention to all of you out there. We have done that since uh, 2004, and it is a great way to connect uh, with the people at KKNW and beyond. Okay, here's the show today, Benny. I don't know about you, but... uh, I have had some very interesting dreams in my life, and I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get some help today from this amazing expert, Kelly Sullivan Walden, joining me here today. We're going to be talking about these nighttime dreams, the true secret of manifesting the life of your dreams with Kelly. And, you know, here's the thing. I have the book in front of me, and I have just been digging into her book uh, to just find out what some of these things that I dream about may mean. But by no way am I even close to putting it all together. The book is I Had the Strangest Dream, the Dreamer's Dictionary for the 21st Century. I'm going to talk about this with Kelly. But this is really what's really cool. How does someone step out into this world and make this decision that you are going to be the dream coach. How does somebody like Kelly wake up one day and say, I am going to be this certified clinical hypnotherapist dream coach. I'm specializing in empowering people to live their dream life. Pat, did I lose you? Oh, man. Well, We'll just take a quick little break. <laughs> you listening to the Dr. Pat show, and there she goes. See, that's how quick and sometimes these technical things work out. So we'll be right back with more from the Dr. Pat show on the Transformation Talk Radio Network. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Just stop what you are thinking right now and ask yourself, if I could have anything I desired, what would it be? Now expand that energy beyond anything you have ever imagined. That energy, that is you. What if you could have access to that all the time? Curing the incurable are for those that desire a different possibility with their life and their body. 
Does that excite your molecules? Well, check out Liam's website at liamphillips.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Tune in each week on Wednesdays at 12 Pacific and 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And Dr. Peggy will lead you through the maze of info on topics from allergies and antioxidants to zinc and xylitol and all points in between, providing you with simple solutions to help you achieve optimal health for your mind, body, and spirit. Visit SimpleHealthNetwork.com to take your health back and get your copy of Dr. Peggy's amazing cookbook, OMG, that's allergy-free. Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that's become her trademark. Visit FogCityPsychic.com and book your reading today. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. and I'll, I can give you your dream oracle card reading for the day. 
All right. I love it. And, you know, I've got uh, a couple ways for you guys to do this. The first thing you could do is you could call right into the show and get into the queue right now. Uh, Benny will be very busy picking up your calls. We have a toll-free number right here at the Dr. Pat Show, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. And for those of you that I know are working and you cannot call in, we have an instant feedback way for you to send us a message. Uh, what we're going to need is we're going to need that number from you. So go to the drpatshow.com website on the right-hand side. Just put your question, your number in there, whether it's about a dream or something else, or go to transformationtalkradio.com, and on the right-hand side, put your question in there. Uh, you know, Kelly, I want to talk a little bit about dreams, and then we'll get to my number, and I already have an instant, uh, 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 the phones are already filled, so we have a lot of people that are calling in already, so awesome. I'm getting instant feedback from folks saying, okay, sister, you better pull one for me, <laughs> let's just talk. I mean, honestly, that's that's the that's the instant feedback I just got. They said, "Oh, are you kidding? You know, your phone lines are already filled. Pull one for me." Oh my um, god! Okay, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, so one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Give us a call. Benny will get to these ASAP. Um, all right, here's, let's talk a little bit about dreams before we go uh, to the instant messages and we, and we talk about the cards. One of the things that I think we're all familiar with is this notion that we, we go to sleep at night and the next thing you know, we're either waking up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. or we're waking up at some point and we have this image, this thing that has just happened and we call it a dream. And I wanted to ask you, from your journey, your work, you know, why is understanding this image, these things that we call dreams, why is this so important? And why? And how did you get hooked into this? <laughs> well, I've been an avid dreamer and a and a very vivid dreamer ever since I was little, and I've, I've been paying attention to my dreams since I was about four or five years old, and sharing them on a daily basis. My my younger sister and I used to share a bedroom and we would often dream in tandem and we'd wake up talking about dreams and even talk in our sleep to each other. A phenomenon that some twins experience, but my sister and I, I guess, were close enough on the soul level that we had that experience. So that was my early introduction to dreams and I bought every book on the subject when I was, you know, going through junior high school and high school and and then at some point I got out of touch with my dreams because I was too I was really focused on the outer world. I got into acting and Hollywood and all of that and kind of thought my inner life had no bearing on reality and really at some point hit a wall and felt uh, a lack of soulfulness, felt like I had become sort of empty, like a cardboard version of myself because I'd really gotten out of touch with my spirit. And I began um, my spiritual path that took me back, retracing my steps around the spiral, finding myself again, finding my soul and my connection, and studied everything from tarot to human design to science of mind to meditation, levitation, whatever, everything. And eventually I became a certified clinical hypnotherapist, which put me back in touch with the subconscious mind, which is 
really where the dreams and the dreaming mind resides. And that got me back connected to my dreams, which was really the turning point for me for feeling back back in touch with my soul and my spirit and my life's navigation. And then I began to do it professionally and started doing it for people. And I, and I find that when I encourage people to pay attention to their dreams and when they work on their dreams, it becomes an expediter to being able to wake up and become a more awakened version of, of oneself and have a more joyous, juicy, fulfilling life. So our dreams are, we could say our dreams are happening in our, the time that we're sleeping, which is one-third of our lives. So one-third of our, our beingness often is just overlooked. But I find that it's probably the richest, asset that we have that is mostly for most people untapped, but when you tap into it, it it can change your life in a thousand different ways. And I've got examples of that, but that's my overview for why I'm in the Well, you know, this is really kind of cool. And, you know, we're taking calls right now, and we've got some instant feedback things coming in as well. For those of you that want to come on here and get a connection, have just just incredible live reading uh, from my very special guest, Kelly Sullivan Walden, you can do it in a couple of different ways. Mira, we're going to get to your question in a moment uh, from our instant feedback, 1-800-930-2819. That's toll-free right in here. Many will pick you up and put you on hold, and we'll get you in the queue. You know, as a kid, and I I just want to talk to you about this, Kelly, a minute. You know, I I can remember some of the dreams I had as a child, as a kid. Wow. Um, I, I don't remember very many of them that I have now. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, my friends uh, would say, well, that's because you're probably, like, maybe having a senior moment these days. And I no. said, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> but I can remember one dream in particular from my childhood. Actually, okay. several of them. So, Okay, what is this? Am I blocking something out here? Do I not want to? Is it possible that I don't dream at night? Because I'll tell you, I do a heck of a lot of dreaming during the day. No, I get this. Yeah, I'm sure you do. But I get this question asked a lot. Um, Do I dream? Because I don't remember them. The issue is about remembering them. It's not a matter of dreaming. It's scientifically proven from Harvard and Walter Reed and all kinds of dream and sleep studies that we all dream all night long between three and nine big dreams. But we're, as I said, we sleep one-third of our lives, and during that time we're dreaming basically the entire time. But we all have those big dreams that happen during the rapid eye movement stage, the REM stage. Um, it's not just a, a musical band. It's an actual time that, we're, that we vividly dream, and all of us do every night. The reason we don't remember them or when we, when we have them and don't remember them is usually because we are in the habit of waking up too quickly. Most, most people that have busy lives, which is most people in the 21st century that we're in, the moment we become aware that we're waking up and the sun begins to touch our eyelids, we bolt out of bed and we jump, we go get our coffee or our tea and we get on the Internet and we're off to the yeah. races. Yeah, the, that's right. That's right. That's me. Is that what I'm doing to mess this this up here, yeah, so it's, and it's not so much about messing it up because one thing I tell people is you don't have to remember your dreams in order to benefit from them, just like you don't have to really? be aware that you're breathing in order to benefit from it. However, if you do take that extra step to become aware of your dreams, you can, there's, you, it can take you to a whole other level. Just like if you become aware of your breathing, 
If you're breathing too rapidly, you can learn how to slow it down. If you want to raise it a little bit for kundalini purposes, you have mastery over it. So it's, it's something that if you do pay attention to it, you'll notice a tremendous benefit. But it's not like, oh, no, there's something wrong with you if you don't. It's really, I was talking to somebody who's, who's a scientist and they work with, with um, the brain and how to, how, to, how to reverse aging in the brain. And he was talking about the power of crossword puzzles. And he was talking about how remembering dreams is kind of like doing the crossword puzzle in a way. It's a mind muscle that if you work it regularly, it becomes stronger and it's really good for your brain, um, not to mention your soul because that's a whole other level to it. But it really is simply a mind muscle and not everybody uses it not everybody values it, but the people that do, I bet, you know, they, they would say that they wouldn't want to live without it. It makes the difference. It makes a huge difference in the level of navigational acuity and confidence, and there's a whole lot of benefits that, that people get from it, and there's Harvard studies to back that up. Well, we've got some folks that want to talk to you, and I, I love this. Because, you know, it's interesting when we do a show like this, and I'm sure you hear this all the time, Kelly. I mean, you know, there is this urge for us to really try to understand our dreams. I mean, even if we don't share them with too many people, we, you know, you kind of wake up and you think, oh, my God, why did I dream about bumblebees? Who, where the heck did that come from? Well, one of the things I'd like to do, I, I would love to go to the phone if Mr. Benny is okay with that. Benny, what do you think? All right, let's do that. Let's take Melissa from New York. Hey, Melissa, hi. welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat, how are you? And awesome. hi, Kelly. How can we... So okay, cool. I had a dream. I had a dream last week that um, my mom had gave birth to a little boy, and I actually got to watch the whole process, and I'm like, oh, my God, who wants to watch that? <laughs> <laughs> and so the little boy. in your dream, Melissa? No, I said that after I woke up. <laughs> oh, okay, but in the dream you were watching it and engaged? Yeah, I watched it, and I got to see what the boy looked like, the little boy and everything. It, it just looked completely all real. Wow. So I asked the next day, I said, well, I just asked my guardian angels, like, you know, um, you know, for answers. So I went back to sleep the next night, and I heard this lady's voice. I don't see anybody. You know, you, you know how you hear something, but you don't want to open your eyes because you don't know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I left my eyes closed, and I hear a lady voice, and she says, "Melissa," she says, "Melissa, that baby that you've seen in uh, in your dreams," she said, "That's your. That's supposed to be your baby." Mm-hmm. And I didn't open up my eyes, but that's that's about it. Wow. I want to know what is that all about. Well, one one of the things I, I say as a as a kind of overarching disclaimer is before I say anything about your dream and anybody else's dream on this show, I want to empower the listeners to know that you are the authority over your dream, and no person outside of you has the right to tell you definitively what your dream means. So, somebody like mm-hmm. me, I can support you in finding your own answers and give you some of my impressions and my reflections, but I want you to wait until you feel that inner penny drop where you feel like, ah, okay, this really resonates with me. And um, so one thing, our dreams speak in the language of symbols. So we sometimes we use our logical mind, which operates very rationally, and we try to look through rational lenses at our dreams, and that, that's why they look so crazy. But if you look at your dreams as if it was the language of symbols, you might see that it starts to make sense. So, for example... 
consider, this is one thing I always do, I ask people to consider that everybody in their dream and everything in the dream is an aspect of themselves. So there's the mother aspect, there's the birthing mm-hmm. aspect, and there's the boy, the baby boy aspect. And then there's you, the observer, that's watching it all. So one perspective could be that you are the mother aspect of yourself, that there's a, there's a mother aspect of you that is birthing some, some new life. And it doesn't necessarily mean a child. It could mean a male aspect of yourself that's new. could mean a new business. It could be a new project, or it could be a child. Or it could be a childlike aspect of yourself that happens to be masculine, and masculine meaning outgoing and adventurous and, you know, climbing trees and boisterous and mm-hmm. in the world, whereas the feminine aspect we could say would be more gentle or receptive. So um, do any of those impressions that I just gave you, do any of those trigger anything or activate anything? Well, you know what? I, I have been thinking about um, learning how to do costume jewelry. I was thinking about taking a class, like, you know, to learn how to do things what? To see how... Costume jewelry. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing that or something about rings. I always wanted to try to do something like that, like, you know, like little metal rings and stuff. Does I was that, thinking about something? it, but I didn't know if I wanted to do it yet. So this is something that you've been contemplating, giving birth to a new career path or a new hobby? Yeah. Making so something, of- like make it a hobby and then see from there if it's something that could be do something more. Do me a more. favor, Melissa. Tell me just in like two or three words what mom represents to you. If I was... Um, if I was a foreigner from, you know, another, like an alien from another planet and had no idea what any of these things meant, give me a few words that represent mom. Um, a mom is someone that um, appreciates your time. Okay. A mom is somebody that will comfort you excellent. no matter what the situation is. Oh, excellent. Okay, and birthing, giving birth, what is that in just a few words? Giving birth is um, is a blessing. Okay, it's a blessing. It's a blessing because um, not everybody gets a chance to do that. Right. Okay. And what about a a baby boy? What does that represent to you? Well, that uh, well, you know what? I have a nephew, so I guess who knows? The baby boy could be him because I spoil him to death. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't have any children. Okay. But um, I feel like you know any children that come my family stuff. I'm always I always there to help them and everything. Okay. So you've got strong maternal feelings. So I'm just going to feed a little bit of this back to you. So your dream may be giving you the the gift that of of revealing the aspect of you that appreciates your time that comforts you no matter what and that you are stepping into a blessing that not everyone gets a chance to have. And the, the way that you feel about your nephew, consider that there's an aspect of you that feels that way about you, and that perhaps even the universe, and this is me reflecting if it was my dream, that the universe loves you as much as you love your nephew. So how might you move and operate and follow through with what's on your plate from that perspective? Yeah. I always like to... That sounds so beautiful. Uh, good. I like to dream, leave dreams with a question, like what... So from this perspective, because this is birth is such a... Pa-
powerful metaphor, and it's actually one of the primary dream symbols that that show up among people, especially women. Um, Mm -hmm. What are you birthing, and what is the universe supporting me in birthing? And it very well could be this new hobby or career that you have about costume jewelry, but be open and just be inside the question, what am I birthing, and how can I be the best mother to myself and or to this project or to this being that I could possibly be? Definitely. I will definitely question myself so I can get answers. Yeah, and sometimes just being in the question, even if you don't have that definitive answer, can just start to lead you navigationally to a certain feeling tone or a certain place and time and situation. It's Sometimes the questions are even more important than the answers, I find. Wow. Well, thank you, that's you so a much. Bit for you to think about. That is definitely That's a lot to think about. Think about. That's what I was just sitting here thinking to myself, wow, you know, there is a lot for you to think about, but but that's, uh, you know, that's what Kelly does, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, everybody, let's take a short break. Um, when we come back, we're going to be taking your calls. We're going to be getting your instant feedback messages, as well as Kelly's going to pull a card for you. you got to think about a number. We've got folks waiting on the line. We've got instant messages. We're going to get it all done right here on the Dr. Pat Show, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Join Lisa Kay, international business consultant and mentor, and host of the hit show Success and Empowerment, as she combines a voracious appetite for learning and a life mission to understand and simplify the complex as she delivers a recipe for your unique talent. Lisa's intuitive ability to ask the right question has set her apart as she engages the most inspiring people in the world to tell their story. Tune in each Tuesday at 2 Pacific at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Saskia Rowell, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. Have you ever considered what money and sex have in common? Brenda St. Louis, founder of Know That You Know, explores the energies of debt, money, sex, and our bodies. In her four-week intensive, Debt Into Delight, Getting Intimate With Your Digits, she tickles all those places we don't want to look at, infusing everything with exuberance. Would you be willing to have more money? Would you be willing to have more of you? Explore more of Brenda St. Louis at knowthatyouknow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Did you know most coffee, not all, have hidden dangers lurking in it? A recent investigation into grocery store coffee revealed three dangers. First, modern coffee farming produces dangerously high acidity and caffeine. Second, mold content in grocery store coffee contains dangerous toxins. Yuck! 
Third, government agencies have found grocery store coffee containing 400 times the carcinogens allowed in drinking water. You will be relieved to know that Camano Island Coffee Roasters takes the worry out of your sip of coffee. Imagine how your coffee tastes without mold, carcinogens, or poison. Get your free coffee report, The Five Hidden Dangers Lurking in Your Coffee Cup. Visit NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com to get your free copy now. That's NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com. And check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Kelly Sullivan Walden joining us here today. The book is I Had the Strangest Dream. And I have to tell you guys about this book. It's one of these books. um, I don't know how many of you are kind of like me, but it's one of these books that uh, you're going to get it and you're going to keep it really close by. Because what happens is, as you're dreaming, what she's been able to do is she's really made this the dreamer's dictionary for the 21st century. So, for example, um, if you had a dream like I had the other night, if you had a dream about, um, let's just say, coffee, uh, you could go into the book and you can find out perhaps what that means or how that might play into it. And Kelly will tell you a little bit more about that. Right now what we're doing is we're going to take your calls. I believe we have Linda on the line. We're going to take her in a second. Karen, I'm going to get your dream up here. Mira, I'm going to get your dream up here. But, Kelly, before we do that, can you just take a moment and let folks know um, how they can find out more about you? My website, I've got a bunch of websites, but they all feed into I had the strangestdream.com. So one more time, it's I had the strangestdream.com, and that's also the title of my book. And if you go on my website, there's two ways that you can get two different free gifts from me. If you go to I had the strangestdream.com, in the upper right corner, there's a little box where you put your email address in, and you'll be given a gift that's a $50 value. It's an MP3 of a class that I taught on Dream Mastery. And I'm also offering a free gift just for Dr. Pat's listeners. And you can go to, here's the tiny URL, tinyurl.com forward slash sleep, S-L-E-E-P, the number two, success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S. So one more time, that's tinyurl.com forward slash sleep, the number two, success. So either of those two ways, you'll get some free gifts from me. And then there's also, um, I'm up on a crowd, on crowdfundinglive.com, and we're doing um, a television show on dreams, a web television show on dreams. And people can, just like how people join Indiegogo or um, websites like that, it's similar, where if you put in like $10, $20, $30, you get a whole bunch of different gifts 
and rewards from me that are about worth about 10 times as much as you're putting in um, dollar-wise. So you, it'll be a way to help launch the television show about dreams and also get more gifts and stuff from me, like my book and something to listen to as you go to sleep to make sure that you have sweet dreams and my home mastery um, dream study program and all kinds of things like that. So that's at crowdfundinglive.com, crowdfundinglive.com. Awesome. Kelly, let's go to the phones. Oh, Great. Benny, let's go to the phones. Who do we have uh, waiting to talk to Kelly now? It's Linda from New Jersey. Hey, Linda from New Jersey. How can we help you today? Hi, Pat. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Linda from New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I have had a dream when I was younger, uh-huh. and I would say probably five years ago I had the same dream. Okay. And it just is. It's one of those dreams that just keeps coming back, and I used to dream about it all the time. But what it was is when I was a kid, my brother and sister and I lived, um, we had a ranch house, and um, there was a hallway where the bedrooms were lined up, and then there was a bathroom that's sort of at the end to the last bedroom. And there was a witch living in that bathroom. Mm. And I could see her as clear, I could still see her as clear as day. She had the hat, she had the black outfit. And any time any of us, it wasn't my parents, but it was my brother, sister, and I, any time one of us would walk past there, she would snatch us into the bathroom and wouldn't let us out. And then whoever was in there, we would try to get them out of that bathroom. And wow. we all had our turns. And this would go on, this went on for a long time. And then, it just like I said, five years ago, I had the same dream again. Wow. It was very bizarre. Yeah. It sounds pretty scary. Uh, Linda, let me ask you a couple quick questions. If your dream was, and I know this is a recurring theme, so it shows up differently, but if it was a movie, what would the title be? Scare the hell out of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, just similar to Melissa in New York that we talked to earlier, let me just ask you a couple questions. What does um, a bathroom represent to you in your dream? If I was a... What is what? An alien and had no idea what these things were. What is a bathroom? Um, a place that you go to take care of business and get clean. <laughs> to take care. What do you mean by take care of business? Sorry to be so, you know. Well, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and get clean. Okay. And a witch. What's a witch? Evil. Somebody that, well, uh, the witch that was there was evil with her little black hat and pointed and black outfit and very dark, very scary. Um, So I'm going to go in a different direction with you than I did with Melissa. I'm just going to kind of blurt something because I feel like um, one of the things that I find, most people seek somebody like me out because of dreams like this, recurring themes like this that that are troubling. So I have a, I have a perspective on nightmares that might seem a little radical. I think nightmares are actually a bizarre blessing in disguise. Um, And here's just my perspective. And just like I said with Melissa, take this. If it resonates, keep it. If it doesn't, then let it go. But I believe that, um, that these scary creatures that show up in our dreams are aspects of ourselves that we have suppressed, that we have 
that we've hidden in a closet that we don't want to accept. And the truth is, from a higher perspective, we're everything. We're the dark, we're the light, we're everything in between. If we're going to really be in our power, we express and embrace all of it. It doesn't mean that that's who we are, that one little evil speck, but it's one part. And once it's embraced, there's an aspect of that power that can be really juicy and wonderful in our lives. For example, a lot of women suppress the witch, the crone, because she's old, she's ugly, and she's in society thinks she's a horrible thing. But there's an aspect of the crone that is actually a part of our feminine power that we are really sorely missing. So I would ask you, if you could, go into your dream and just kind of play with me for a second here, if you could, Linda. If you could bring in a very light, filled, powerful person with you to go into the bathroom to confront the witch, imagine that you could bring someone in. Can you pick somebody or somebody that's way more powerful than the witch that can come with you in your imagination right now? I heard part of it. I didn't hear. Can you repeat it, Patty? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Can you hear me a little better now? Yeah. If, if you can bring somebody in the bathroom, Kelly, if I get this right, if you can bring somebody in the bathroom with you, somebody uh, really powerful, right, Kelly? Uh-huh. This a is, real person. This is called dream re-entry, where you, where you, a nightmare is an unfinished dream, so I'm just going to try to see if you can finish this dream and get some of your power back. So if you right. could go into the dream from a, an awake state like you're in right now, with with a, a person that was really powerful, whether it be like an archangel or or your dog or somebody that you know could kick that witch's butt and bring bring him or her in with you, who would you pick? Just pick somebody My off mother. the top of your head. My mother. Okay, wonderful. So imagine that you are you've got your mother with you, and the two of you are going to walk into the bathroom to confront the witch to find out. Why she? Why she's trying to take you and your brothers and sisters? Um, so tell me what happens when you walk into the bathroom. What do you see and what do you experience? I actually see my mother standing there with her hands on her hip, confronting the witch, like and what, leave the children alone. Okay, I'm going to ask you to do something strange. I'm going to ask you to imagine that because I I find that this is true for every scary character that shows up in a dream. If you ask them what their gift is that they may be trying to give you, they'll usually respond and tell you what the gift is, what something that they're trying to give you that they haven't been successful in giving you. So can you and your mother ask her what she's trying to give you? See what she says. Yeah. And I, I'm, I've, I'm not coming up with anything. Except, except one thing, to be strong and um, confront your fears. Oh, okay. That's what, well, that's, that's, not, what that's not nothing. Yeah, that's exactly. A- Thank you, Kelly. That, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so imagine that you are now receiving that gift from her to be strong and to always be willing and able to confront your fears. So take that in, like fully receive the gift and in some way offer some gratitude to the witch and let her know that she has completed her job. She's done. She doesn't need to. She can go off and find another job doing something, hopefully on a higher level, but but she's complete. 
and see her go? How does she how does she leave the building? Does she melt? Smiling. Does she dissolve? Does she flush? Does she she flies away? Okay, what great. Does she do, out honey? the window. What does she do? She flies she out the out, window. She flew out the window smiling. Okay. Oh, she flew out the window smiling. Excellent. So now now how do you feel? And how does your mother what does your mother do with you there in the bathroom? She doesn't do anything, but I I feel lighter. I feel lighter and stronger. Excellent. And you know, that could be that that you know, this is really good because when I was a kid <clears throat> I was always afraid to I would confront people but it scared me to death. Right. And maybe that's why I was having it all that time. And then probably five years ago, there was an incident that I needed it back again to get my strength to fight what was going on. Linda, I'm so proud of you. This is this is excellent. This is this is wow. dream alchemy. And I believe our dreams, even the ones that are scary, are an ally trying to assist us to become more powerful. And you really just demonstrated that. And I think it's wow. interesting that it that symbolically that it takes place in the bathroom because the bathroom is really the room of alchemy. It's where we release the stuff that is smelly and icky and sticky and blah, but we, re- we emerge from the bathroom lighter and clearer and cleaner <laughs> and a better version of ourselves than we were when we walked wow. in. So uh, wow. bravo, Linda. Bravo, bravo well, to thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Linda. Wow. Thanks, Linda. Wow, that was great. Whew. Thanks, Linda. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Kelly, we have a couple of people sent in some instant messages. I would love to uh, share Mira's request. Mira from New Jersey. This must be a Jersey day. Mira from New Jersey. Are you ready, Kelly? I sure am. All right. Dear Pat and Kelly, I have a question. I had a dream two days ago that I looked at myself in the mirror and saw my roots, her hair. She's, she's referring to my roots being jet black, which is half of my head, and the rest of my hair on top was bleach blonde. <laughs> Yikes. I like my black hair. What does this mean symbolically? Thank you, Mira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, Mira, that's it. I went out this weekend, and my whole head is blonde, so <gasps> wow. what does that mean? What does that mean, Kelly? You're totally connected. Uh, well, since Mira's in the, she's in the, the instant Whatever that is, she's feedback. not she's instant feedback. Yep. She's not on the line, so I'll just right. I'll just tell her as if she's sitting here with me and I'm reading her mind. If this were my dream, I would think, well, what does blonde hair mean to me? And for some people, blonde hair means there's there was some study done about the symbolism of blonde hair and that it represents innocence, childlike, naive. That's why so many, there's the dumb blondes because it's kind of like blonde is kind of close to being childlike and people can take advantage of them. So having jet black hair is more like, don't mess with me, buddy. <laughs> no, don't even think about it. And the blonde hair, by contrast, could be more like, oh, I don't care. I'll be a doormat. So there yeah. may be some of that happening where she wants to be powerful and she wants to be taken seriously and wants to be maybe an ass kicker in her life. Excuse my French. I hope that's okay that I said it, that word. Um, and maybe some part of her that doesn't want to be dingy, ditzy, or childlike and there's some conflict with that aspect. But just like when we talked to Linda from New Jersey, I believe every aspect of our dream is worthy of being embraced. And we have 
resistance towards the part that we that we put in the shadow or that we think, no, I'm not that. And we find peace when we come to terms with embracing that. So if I was Mira, I would say, what can I do today to embrace my innocence, even my airheadedness, my dinginess, and how, how is that a part of me that I need to love and embrace as well? Not that that needs to take over from the powerful part, but how can I embrace that within the realm of all this power and strength that I have that's represented by my dark hair. I love that. I love that because there may have been something, Mira, and you could you could send us another message. There may have been someone that maybe said something to her to mm-hmm. question or challenge her confidence too, Kelly. Right. right. I mean, and that I happens like, to us all the time. And in her dream, I think it's interesting that her name is Mira, and she's looking in the mirror. She's looking in the mirror. Oh. So there's wow. something kind of fun with that wordplay that she's looking at herself objectively, and it's about her perception. Usually when we look in the mirror in a dream, we're noticing how other people perceive us, and it's kind of, you know, do we look cool? Do we look good? Are we accepted? Are we invited? Are we are we pretty? Are we lovable? So it may be that she's grappling with some of those issues and wanting to have a powerful response to those questions, looking in the I mirror. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Mira. Okay, I think we have time for one more, maybe a caller, so we'll see what we could do here in the next six minutes. Karen from Seattle is asking, um, hi, Karen. She's asking, this is what I, I dreamed last week. I was standing near Lake Union in Seattle, and a jet, I think it was a 737, went crashing, nosedived into the lake. Mm. The jet was so close by and was huge. Afterward, I hugged my niece who is a flight attendant, but was not on the plane. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. So there's a couple of pieces here. Um, And, of course, I would let my preference would be to to unpack each of these symbols with her to find out what her personal association is. Mm -hmm. But I'll just go larger archetypal from that perspective. So usually anything that has to do with a plane, an airplane, uh-huh. um, typically not surrounding the events of September 11th, because sometimes people do predict these kind of, you know, catastrophes. So sometimes that maybe it may have something to do with that, but most of the time it's more of a inner psychological, spiritual thing that's happening. So airplanes are symbolic of taking off. You're something like kind of being success-oriented because things are moving on a higher plane and when a plane crashes it usually means that you that you may be venting out a fear of your dreams not taking off or things not working out with some ambition that you have it doesn't mean that the ambition isn't going to happen but it means that your dream is helping you to vent out what would happen if it crashed if it didn't if your dreams didn't work out how would you handle that and i think what she does what what karen does in the dream is that she hugs this her niece in the dream which from the perspective of everyone in the dream is you that would be a younger feminine aspect of herself that might need some reassurance so it may be that she's overreaching setting out to accomplish some great big thing she said the airplane was huge some big yes. undertaking, and there's some young, often it, the case is, is that we set out, some of us are really ambitious, I know that I am, <laughs> sometimes I go way far out and I realize, oh my God, there's some younger part of me that's left on the ground going, but I don't know if I can handle that, and I don't know that I really want to board that plane, and so to me this dream is, is showing me that she's integrating, she's connecting with that younger, more vulnerable aspect of her, and that there's a sense of gratitude at the end of this 
this crazy thing that just happened in spite of the fact that it didn't go the way she wanted, there's a sense of embracing herself in spite of it so she's going to be okay. Now, it doesn't mean that her dreams aren't going to take off, but it might mean get more integrated with the sensitive part of yourself as well as with that powerful warrior, ambitious part and have there be some cohesion before you move forward. That's what I would say. I love it. I love it. Now, Benny, I'm not sure if we have time for our caller. What do you think? It's up to you, Pat. You're running the show here. All right. Let's let's try it. We right. have, a, I think, about two minutes here. Why don't we go to the phones and see if we can uh, chat with Melissa, I believe it is. Yeah, Melissa from Eugene, Oregon. Melissa, welcome to the show. What's up? Hi. Um, my friend committed suicide on 9-11, and I, was, I had a dream about him, like, the day after... And I was just wondering if that was really him or if I was just dreaming about him. Oh, my goodness. First of all, I'm so sorry. Your friend committed suicide after the attacks, I take it? Yeah. Well, it was, yeah, it was this year. And, um, this yeah, year. he, he, yeah, he OD'd and it just happened to be on that, on that date. So, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then you had a dream about your friend shortly thereafter? Yeah. Yeah, I had a dream about him, like, the next night, and he was just sitting there, and there were a couple other friends around, and they were like, I thought he was gone. I thought he was dead, and I was like, he is. Leave him alone. He's just visiting. <laughs> and he wow. just kind of had this crazy, like, sad look on his face, you know? Well, it's an interesting phenomenon when we dream about departed loved ones, whether it be a relative or a friend, and there's two different ways of looking at it. Cynical people would say, well, it's just your imagination that it's you trying to come to terms with the person that has passed on. And that could be true. The other perspective and um, people that are in the grief, grief work that I know that I work with say that in their experience and in their opinion, it's, it, it's often a visitation from that person and they're trying to make contact in some way for their own soul's growth and healing as well as the person left behind. So to yeah. me, when I, whenever I dream of a departed loved one, I always am really grateful because to me it's always, even if nothing dramatic happens in the dream, to me it's, it's, it's a little bit of connection, it's a little bit of healing, it's a little bit of reminding myself that life goes on beyond just this physical life. And even when somebody does mm-hmm. something like commit suicide, to me that doesn't mean that their soul is done growing. It means that they're still growing and they may be reaching out for some light and some connection. So, um, I mean, it's, it's very sad, and I'm sure it's, it feels really heavy as I'm connecting with you, like your heart seems heavy to me as you think about your friend, but I would, I would mm-hmm. use that connection, and this has nothing to do necessarily with the dream, but it's triggered by the dream, to envision that you could re-enter the dream and, and reconnect with your friend and say whatever you'd like to say to them and help them in any way that you think you could help your friend by helping them move towards the light or helping them to find some appreciation for what they did have here or any 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 personal message you want to give them. If you have a connection with them in your dream, that means that psychically you're still connected to them, so the lines of communication are still open, so you can take advantage of that in a way that serves you and them. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah. Wow. What would you wow. like to say to your friend, Melissa? If you could go back in that dream, I, is there anything you would do? Well, I just I just want him to know that I love him and that I'm doing, you know, the complete opposite of the way that we grew up. You know, I'm in recovery and I'm Good. conquering, like, all these tests and graduating from my treatment program and all kinds of stuff. And I know that 
he would be super proud of me, you know, because I'm like one of the only ones that's gotten sober. Ah, oh, Melissa, wow. that is fantastic. Right. I want you to envision your friend. Can you say his name? I don't know. You don't have to if you don't feel comfortable. Gavin. What is it? Gavin. Kevin? Gavin. Gavin. So imagine Gavin acknowledging you in your dream for all that you are doing and all that you have done and see him being inspired and being a being a really powerful champion for you as you continue this path. You're not separate oh, from wow. him, but you've got that. Do you see that? Wow, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you both. Uh, boy, so I welcome. can't believe this hour has gotten so quickly. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you, uh, Kelly, for joining us here today. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And, wow, thank you all for tuning us in. And, boy, this is just a sneak preview. Make sure you check Kelly Sullivan Walden out. I had the strangest dream. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, believe in yourself always. Remember that... Uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening, and keep us tuned in right here on Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat, and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com.